Good morning and welcome to the end of your third week, day 21, an episode 21 of the Dry Jan Like a Sober Rebel mini-series. I'm Louisa Evans and I'm a cognitive behavioural hypnotherapist and this series has been designed to accompany you along the way to give you food for thought. It isn't a handbook as to how to do sobriety and there is no one size fits all when it comes to going sober or your mental health. We're all so vastly different and our stories are so vastly different. So just take from this series what works for you. If you like some of the ideas, you could incorporate them or you don't need to do any of them if you don't want to. This is all about finding what works for you. So I've been asked to talk about the subject of values. I was having a conversation with somebody when I was planning this series and they asked me about values because they'd heard the term and they said, well, why do you need to do that? I just don't get it. I think we can all get overwhelmed with all these different things we could do and feel we've got to do them all. And that's why I say with this series, don't try and do everything. I'm not saying all of these things so that you have to incorporate them, certainly not in the first month but have a think about them. Maybe consider them a bit later on. Spending some time getting to understand and know your values is a really good idea. And there is a reason behind that, as always. We all inherently live our lives based around a set of values, whether you realise it or not. And knowing and understanding our values has a number of benefits. Because your values will be different to mine, And they may even change over the course of your life as your priorities change, as you have children or as you move jobs. So in therapy, we're always curious and always seeking to understand ourselves better. The better we can understand ourselves, the more effectively we can make decisions or choose who we're interacting with or decide how to interact with them. We're also looking to boost your self-efficacy, as I talk about regularly, and your confidence in a number of ways, as most anxiety is based around the belief that something bad is going to happen and you won't be able to cope. So it's like a seesaw that's unbalanced and we need to rebalance it by reducing the belief that the bad thing is going to happen and by increasing your confidence in your ability to cope if it did. So let's look at what, in general, values are. Values are things that you believe are important to you in the way that you live and how you work. And before you panic and think you've got to pluck your values out of thin air, there are plenty of lists online. You can just Google values and just see which ones you're drawn to. But your values should determine your priorities. And deep down, they're probably the measures you will use with yourself to tell if your life is turning out the way you want it to. And the benefit is when the things that you do and the way that you behave are in line with your values, life is usually good. You feel satisfied and content. But when life or things that you're doing doesn't align with your personal values, and that's when things feel a bit off or wrong, and you can't put your finger on it, but it can be a source of unhappiness. So making a conscious effort to do this exercise is really important. A good way to start looking at your values before you get that list on Google is to look at what's important to you. So if you looked back on your life, can you identify times when you felt really good and really confident that you were making good choices? 
and it could be in your career or in your personal life. Have a think about what you're doing, who you were with, what sort of people were you surrounded by, and what were the factors that contributed to you feeling so happy in that moment. You can identify times as well when you were most proud or fulfilled or satisfied. You can use both personal or work examples. Connecting with your values has just got so many benefits. It boosts your decision-making and problem-solving skills. It reduces stress and it can inspire better habits. It even increases willpower when faced with more challenging tasks and it can help you become more assertive with your own boundaries, which is something I know a lot of people struggle with. It's something I struggled with. So I personally do the exercise of identifying your values with people quite early on in therapy where relevant because it provides an excellent framework for someone to see where they are currently and what areas could need improvement. Because when you aren't living in line with even just one of your values, that's where you can feel discord or out of sorts. And in contrast, when you're in line with your values, you feel more on track. And of course, in sobriety, this clarity of thought, this time, this want to improve ourselves, this is a great exercise to do to give you an idea as to which areas of your life may need a little boost or tweak, or you might need some support with. All you need to do in order to do this exercise is to find a list of values online and just pick around 10 that you most identify with. I've actually got 12 because I'm awkward and I like to break rules. So then what you need to do is place them in order of priority with the first being the most important to you and the last being the least important. And some examples of values just to reel them off now are certainty, control, security, peace, health, discipline, financial stability, privacy, challenge, adventure, creativity, reputation, authenticity, fame, excitement, and the list goes on. So have a look and find something online that just gives you some ideas. And then when you've done that, have a look at your values. You'll begin to realise that some of them will have come from your experiences in life so far and some in reaction to things that have happened to you. So in order to demonstrate how this works, I'm going to share my values with you in order of importance. So my first is family, and this is especially true now I've had children. Authenticity. And this was the one that was being pushed and challenged when I was drinking because in my work as a therapist, I was helping others and not helping myself. And there was an awful discord when I was helping them and they were succeeding. And then when I turned my attention on myself, I was sabotaging myself. So that was giving me a real kick on so many levels. But one of the biggest things it was kicking was that value of authenticity. I was giving information to other people and not following it myself. I wasn't being authentic or true to myself. The other word for this is congruent. 
respect is a really big value and that spans so many different things for me it could be something as simple as somebody not putting their phone away when they're talking to me I read lots of things as a lack of respect or it could be bigger things in life where I've come across people who genuinely don't respect my knowledge or my opinion and therefore I've set boundaries or I've not had anything to do with them and equally it goes two ways I respect other people's space, other people's opinions, and even if they're different to mine, I even respect if somebody doesn't like me, because you're not going to be liked by everybody. And that's another one of my values, is to be liked, but we'll get to that in a minute. So it is a little bit of a difficult one for me to come to terms with, but it's something I've had to. But my fourth value is meaningful work. And for the first two decades of my working life, there were elements of my work that were meaningful, I was filming people's weddings and recording their big day for posterity and creating and capturing memories for people. So that was absolutely amazing. But what I do now as a therapist as well, and also the bits and pieces that I'm doing in the sober community, sharing as much as I can, helping as much as I can, in all ways, it all adds to that feeling of giving back, that feeling of meaningful work. That feeling you sort of get in midlife where you want your life to have meant something and you want to make a difference. My fifth value is honesty. Don't lie to me. I won't lie to you. That's a really biggie. I'd rather be hurt than be lied to. Just be honest. Compassion is also another value of mine. As is growth, I am continually looking to grow in my profession, in my personal life, in my emotions or self-development wise or fitness wise, I've always got to be growing because of that comfort zone and how aware I am of it. And the fact that I have suffered from anxiety when I was younger and the anxiety can take hold if I'm not pushing out and growing. Another value is popularity. I'm almost ashamed to admit that, but I like to be liked. I like to go out there and meet people. I like it when they like me. And so it's been a hard lesson to learn over my life that some people just won't like you. I like to think I'm a kind person. I like to think I'm an easygoing person. But there are some people that have just decided they don't like me. And sometimes that's been people that I really should be getting on with. But for my own peace, which is my next value, I have had to not have anything to do with those people. It's too important for me that my life has an element of peace to it. And that was something, that value peace, which is my 10th value, that was something that was being sabotaged continuously with alcohol. It was disturbing my peace. And sobriety has returned that peace. There are no arguments. There are no misunderstandings. I've set boundaries around anyone that I need to, to protect my peace. My 11th is independence. And the last one is variety. I love variety. I don't want every day to look the same. I like the opportunity, especially with being self-employed, of every day looking different. So you can see how I've understood my values in this process. I've worked my life around them. I've understood where life could encroach on those values, like my need to be liked. I've understood which values need more nurturing. And the next thing that you need to do in this exercise is go through each one of those values that you found have 10 have 12 have 8 it doesn't matter it's just a great idea to do the exercise but then score yourself out of 10 
as to how you feel your life is performing in that area. So with authenticity, I would have scored incredibly low when I was a drinker, as with peace, as with variety. I mean, I had an appalling lack of variety in my life as a drinker. It was just every day. It was Groundhog Day. So actually doing that list of values as a drinker was a great way for me to go, okay, look, I'm not in line with what is going to make me happy here. And what I value and what you value will be totally different. But it's a really interesting thing to look at your values and see how alcohol sits in that. See how your career sits in that. Are you living in line with those values? Are there boundaries that you need to put in place to protect any of those values? Because if things like peace are important to you, as they are to me, you need to then protect that peace. Whilst being realistic, life will throw things at you, but protect it as much as you can. And of course, after scoring it, you can then see which values are scoring low. So for example, if one of your values is creativity, but you're scoring a three out of 10 currently, you can then set an intentional goal to raise that score up. And you can just revisit your values every 90 days, every six months, even every year. Just check where they are. It's a good idea actually to revisit them reasonably regularly. I tend to do it on a monthly basis. And that way I can notice if any of them are dropping down slightly. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode on values. It really does help you to see what's important to you doing something like this and where any gaps can lie in where your life is at the moment. Not living true to your values can make you feel a bit out of sorts. So it's a really useful framework to revisit, to gauge and to support you in any personal development. And it's one I found so useful. So I thought I'd share it with you. I hope you have a great day today. It's day 21, three weeks down, one week to go. And then you'll have clocked up a month sober, which is a really big achievement. It's a really good break to your system if this is just a sober break. But if it's the start to your sobriety, you've got so many things now that are going to open up to you. And hopefully you're feeling better and better as every day passes. As always, if you're struggling with anything or if you feel you need further support, please do reach out and talk to somebody. Any of the information or advice contained in any of this series is purely just one opinion. Please do take what works for you and ignore what doesn't. If you'd like to find out more about my sober journey, you can follow me on social media at Stepping Into Sobriety. You can listen to my book on Audible called Becoming a Sober Rebel. Or if you'd like to try hypnosis or you'd like to find out about working with me one-to-one in therapy, you can visit my website and the link to that is in the show notes. You can also use the code SOBERREBEL, all one word, to buy one get one free on all self-hypnosis downloads in my shop on that website. So well done again and I'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow.